0: Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to WydellOnWinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm talking with Stephen Ferroni, English drummer. A uh, member of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers for 25 years. Uh, well known drummer, plays, has played with just about everybody in the industry over the years, and uh, now hosts, among other things, his own radio show. Like uh, radio voice. Yeah. Right. You got a great radio voice, <laughs> by the way, on Tom Petty Radio, the new guy show. And uh, uh how does uh talk about the 25 transformative years uh you know because the thing is in life we don't know what's in front of us yes. but you know you can you can chase after it you can go for it or you can shrink but i i have the you know looking at you from a distance and talking with uh alan uh about you uh it appears that you know you've always been um, first of all, you got a phenomenal attitude. People enjoy being around you, not just playing with you, but you stayed on the attack much like Cla- Clapton has, you know, you're, you're playing, you know, you're a drummer, you know, you, you know, he's a guitar player. He likes, to, like he says, he likes to play with the top with top people. And mainly he's got to do that. He's got to have a reason to do that. So he tours, you know, that's what I do. And so you. You know, you record, you tour, and you continue to operate at the highest level. How has that, what have you learned about life and enjoying life and continuing to accomplish uh, rewarding things, Steve? I mean, do you ever reach the point where you feel like I've made it? I mean, I've played all the top venues in the world, you know, I know all these famous artists and uh you know i'm friends with them i got a, a speed dial and uh uh you know there's no worlds left unless you want to be an actor or a comedian steve you
1: know i i you know i i, I really love doing i really love making music i really enjoy that and uh and the heartbreakers the heartbreakers for me was something that was really special because they were. It, it was such. It, it was is such an authentic band, you know. um I, I don't know. I've been in bands that socialised a lot more than the, the Heartbreakers did. We don't. We don't, no. don't socialise that much. Although we can always go drop in on somebody's house. nobody's right. sort of, You know. Uh, I think Ben. Ben and I uh, hang out m- more than anybody else. Sometimes I hang out with Ron Blair too. I go and see him quite a bit. That's Ben
0: Montinch the. Uh... Keyboard player, and then Ron Blair is the bassist, the original bassist. Yeah,
1: but uh, but uh, um, uh, uh, I think that, that that this band was was really we when we would get together, we would make music, and, and and it was it was a love of making music that we had that really bound that band together. We we, we, we sometimes we wouldn't see each other forever. We'd come back and walk into that room, and we sit there and, and we would start to play. And and it wouldn't take long to shake off the cobwebs and Tom would turn around and say, yeah, sounds just like him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> sounds just like him. And um, and there it was, you know, uh, it was a, a, a musical and um, familial experience. You know I mean, it was just just wonderful, but but I, I, I have Great relationships with other musicians, uh, uh, Nathan East, Greg Fillingeans, and and their families, are like my family. I, I mean, there's just been so so many.
0: What do you do? What do you do when you, uh, you know, there's ebb and flow when you're in charge. You know, you're playing as a solo uh, uh, artist with other uh, bands and everything. There's. Uh, ebb and flow of how busy you are or are you on tour or not? When things slow down, what do you do to uh, get going again? You know, to make context, let people know that, uh, you know, find out what's going on. How how does that work?
1: (laughs) You know, I used to, well, there was a time when I would just sit in my house and drink. I drink 151 rum and and wonder what I'd done to offend people. (laughs) <laughs> nowadays, nowadays what i do is is that uh i i i i usually go and involve myself with other recovering alcoholics and i and i try to help the guys that are, that um that need to be helped
0: and you, that's rewarding
1: yeah and 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 you know what uh, it, it it's like it's like stuff just shows up yeah you know i mean look when 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 tom when tom died it was totally unexpected. Um, the last time I saw him was after we went. We went to his hotel after the Hollywood Bowl, and he, he, he was talking about not working as hard, but doing some stuff. Uh, uh, he wanted to do the, the Wildflowers tour, and he was going. He, he had plans, and I'd never seen him like that after a tour. Usually, Tom was like, "That's it. I never want to do this again. I'm never going to go out on the road again. <laughs> I'm yeah. fed up with this." And he would go home and he'd put on his robe and he'd stay in his robe for months at a time and just roam the halls of his house and that was that was it you wouldn't see or hear anything of him for a while you know until he'd, he'd until one day he'd say, "Give me that guitar over there," and then he'd start playing a song and the process would start again you know. uh, but this time he was really he had a lot of stuff that he wanted to do and that he was going to get around to doing and producing some records and doing some other stuff and then he he died he was gone yeah and, and 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 it was it was more where's our friend gone yeah <laughs> it was where's that job gone <laughs> you know it was like what what was that all about where did he go
0: right yeah
1: and and, and so i've spent the last um uh what, 2017 so we're five years now the last five years uh uh, uh 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 i live i don't live very far away from van nuys airport and i would drive by van nuys airport with, with my fiance, with julia and i and i'd say then i guess those days are gone those days are done you know? yeah no more private jets no more five-star hotels and she said, don't be silly. You got a lot of life in here. What are you talking about? And seven, I'm now 70, 71 years old. <laughs> you know, what's going to happen? Yeah. 71-year-old rock drummer. What's going to happen? Uh, so I, little, I do little projects. I record at home. That's where I got my pension. That'll be about it for me. And, I, and the phone rings and it's Pino Palladino. And he says to me, you're interested in going on the road and I'm like well I don't I don't. well what is it <laughs> and he says you want to go on the road John Mayer Lo- love for you to come play with him yeah yeah well that would be nice yeah I think that would be cool and we week ago I was on a private jet flying flying to the East Coast and today, I'm sitting in the Four Seasons Hotel with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know, there's a wonderful world. We 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 we're given. I, I think you know, if you're a musician and and you're listening to this to get something, I get a lot of people come out and say, wait, "Wait, do you have an agent? Who's the agent? Who's an agent that you you know?" It, it, it's funny. I, I was given this gift, uh, this amazing gift that, that I've been that I've been given of playing playing music, and and uh, and being able to play the drums, pretty well, I guess. Right? People seem to think that I play very well. People, absolutely. they think I play very well. So absolutely. And 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 I've been given this gift, and 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 I don't think God's ready for me not to have it yet. When he's ready for that, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you've seen insecurities in uh, band members uh, cause meltdowns that didn't need to happen. Where, like, in in a the same kind of thing, we all have. I think Steve, everybody, uh, we when we all walk into a party that we don't know the people there, we think everybody else knows. Everybody else is having a great time. They all know each other. I don't know anybody. What am I doing here? And then you find out half the room feels the same way. <laughs> and, and you're not the only one, you know. And then you start meeting some people all of a sudden, uh, you know, the barriers are down. But people go through life and the first tendency is to feel like, uh, you know, I've offended someone, uh, uh, you know, are they offending me or what did they mean by that?
1: That's what I said. To, that's what I said before. Is like when 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 my phone didn't ring, I would sit down with a bottle of one fifty one and uh, uh, one fifty one rum, yeah. and, and and sit there and feel sorry for myself and say, "What have I done? Who have I offended?" And the now, fact it, I had,
0: yeah. And now you find and i, have, no, been, I could have gone on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just enjoying the time off. I mean you're everyone everyone has a tendency to fall into the racked uh with insecurities, you know, my yeah. over my age, uh either too young, too old, or I don't, you know, the people that I was counting on, you know, the manager is no longer in the business. I don't know these people. You know, the indus- industries changed. You know the music nobody how do you make it in the music business now and there's all kind of ways to feel paranoid and insecure if you fall into that what do you tell the people you know you say you go into the uh alcoholics anonymous and counsel people what what are things that you find really helps people uh uh when they're uh going through their recovery hey Listen, there's a lot of information online, but there aren't a lot of people who have actually done something. In my case, I've actually built a successful business, has accrued over $5 billion in assets under management, and has done well even during trying times. Now, if you want to know exactly how I've done this, go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now. I've compressed a decade of learning into five short weeks, just for those of you who want to give yourself an incredible advantage and are tired of waiting and watching others move up.
1: Well, I mean, you know, I think what you have to have is, is, is an, you have to have experience. You have to be able to be honest enough to talk about what's going on with you. Yeah. You know, what, what what we were talking about just now, when, when I said, I, used, when I didn't, when my phone didn't ring, I got scared and I used to get a bottle of 151 Yeah. and wonder what I'd done to people who I'd offended, right? You related to that right away. Right. When I'm talking to somebody, when I'm talking to somebody, uh, uh, that's, that's, that's just found out that they got this massive problem with drinking and can't imagine life without doing that. When they talk to somebody, who, who's felt the way that they felt? Maybe not had the same experience, but have been in that place of that feeling of of being lost, and 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 they all of a sudden, they, man, this guy knows. This guy's talking about how I. He knows how I feel.
0: Yeah.
1: Then that 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 seems to be able to convince them. I know it worked for me. Yeah. Because it did it to me. Uh, and, uh, and 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 uh, i thought that i was unique and then i found out that, that there's other people that have been through the same sort of stuff well, and that there was the other side i mean for me my life was over finished right. well, people's like no it's just, a, just something that you got to go through and you will come out the other side you'll be fine
0: well when you uh you know one of the things uh i talk to people about is you know you can read books and tapes and this that and the other but it at some point and this, and I think helps uh, is part of goes behind what you're doing with the other, when you go talk to people in uh, AA or, our alcoholic anonymous is like uh, uh, you're teaching them how to evaluate the situation for themselves rather than fall apart. And it, to me, it comes in, you, at some point, you've got to get to where you can be your own best self coach. Cause you know how you react and you know how this and and does that does that resonate with you
1: i'm sitting there talking to a guy i'm sitting there talking to a guy that has everything going on with him that went on with me and that can continue to go on with me if i don't work at not doing it right yeah so so it 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 it, so so the guy says so you had all these troubles too yes I. how did you do it i had to change and when I changed, the situation changed.
0: When uh, let me go back and ask you about giants. What did you? What do you think distinguished those guys in New York uh, that you noticed? of oh, these guys are giants, you know. And it was a transformative experience for you to be around them. Uh, what? Looking back on that now, what do you think were the ingredients of them uh, becoming that way?
1: okay you've been around the heartbreakers right Yep. did you ever stand near the heartbreakers when they were playing
0: I was off stage <laughs> I was I was yeah. off, stage. Yeah. off stage
1: yeah yeah stage. so you've been yeah. in a proximity right you know what it's like to stand next to the heartbreakers
0: yeah sure do you know
1: what that feels like to be in the, in next to that yeah that's the same with these other guys that when you sit down I stood next to Ray Charles once and I said to him, I really love the way you play come rain or come shine. It's one of my favorite songs. And he went, Oh, I'm going to love you like that. And he started to sing. I got goosebumps just. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to play with him one day. Wow. Later, I got to play with that was at the midnight special. And then years later, I got to play with him at Montreux festival.
0: Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Years later.
0: You know, Tom Petty, on one of his introductions, and I just think I saw this on YouTube recently, he was going to introducing the band, and he said, probably the greatest musician that I know, Steve Ferroni. What does that mean to you when you hear that, and what do you think it meant to him when he said, uh, great musician? Was, you know, let's face it, Ben Montage is not a bad musician. Wow. You, know, you, know, you know, Mike Campbell is not a bad Musician, uh, you know all of the, uh, them. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it did piss him off. <laughs> Maybe uh, that's why he said it. I don't know.
1: I think, I think what what Tom meant by that was that he, he because musically, music. I helped his songs. I I didn't just just sit and play the drums. I I I, I, I listened to his music, and oh. and and that that was what I meant. But I, I you know. Uh, about a year right. after after tom passed away um i i um i got inducted into the rock walk of fame in my hometown in brighton oh and it,
0: congratulations congratulations
1: it, it 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 might not sound like much to people in brighton you know but but yeah. it's my hometown and on the pier at brighton they'd have a plaque up with my name on it and and for me that was right. very i went back there and a, a, a lot of people friends and family came and even the Gretsches, uh, Fred Gretsch came from from Gretsch oh, drum, really, really, yeah, yeah. and uh, and showed up there, and 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 uh, and, and and Julia uh, had started before we left had started to, to get to get this film made. People to send in uh, uh, tributes to me, right? Yeah, and, and and I had no idea she was doing this, right? and and she put together this film she got like a thing a, a program and she was messing around with the computer you know for weeks she's sitting there Me, and she said to me i got something that i want to show you and i said i haven't got time i haven't got time i'm, I'm get i got i got what i got work to do. It. and she kept trying will you come and listen to, i said i haven't got time i just don't know i look at it later i look at it later right and 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 um and and it, was, it was like Nathan East, Eric Clapton, and and and, and Nathan's family, and and Greg Fillinger, and all these musicians from all o- all over the world, and friends. Everybody sent in this stuff, you know. And 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 finally, we we're at the airport, getting ready to leave, and we got we got an hour and a half before the plane leaves. And she says, "Okay, now you can sit and watch this." And she gets a computer out, and she puts it down, and we're having something. And I said, "Okay," and we're sitting there, and i start to see these people start to get up there and start to say what i've meant to them in their lives you know yeah. and, and, and and i'm sitting there and, I, and i'm watching this and eric clapton shows up on there and, and see nathan and all these other people and you know we will leave people i mean just all these people saying nice stuff about me and the very last thing that she put on there was tom announcing me at the royal albert hall when he said oh. one of the greatest musicians that i ever ever known
0: oh she she was she's a good editor
1: <laughs> and, and it got to that point and it, and um and I'm, I'm close to, i'm going to tell you i'm close to doing it now yeah i burst into the the tears yeah, yeah. and I- uh, and uh and uh boy uh uh, it was just. Uh, it, 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 she, she looked at me and she said, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." And I said, "No, no. This is uh, this is just the greatest. You know, this is the greatest thing I've ever. The greatest gift that I ever had." You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. The you know you you said it all, Steve. And uh, appreciate you sharing. I hope we get a chance to do this again down the road.
1: Absolutely. anytime.
0: I'm, I'm so proud of you in your career and how you've stood up and met challenges of every kind and how you've been a positive influence in so many powerful people. And the great thing about that, it ripples, you know, it has an effect. I think it's, you know, having people like you around, I think has had an effect on, you know, Eric Clapton, everybody, you know, in the entertainment businesses dealt with these kind of uh, issues, you know, and it just shows the kind of impact you can have. And I will say uh, there's a lot of people that look at Steve Ferroni and say, there goes a giant, Steve.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, You know what? That's for other people to say, not for me.
0: (laughs) Do you have... Do you have a final word that you'd like to leave with people when we wrap this up
1: yeah i i i would like one 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 you know talking about guys that if you know people are watching this about learning about drumming and, and and about the ups and downs in life you know um the other day i was i was given a choice as to whether whether um i could uh, they they would say that it was me that had covid that the in the band that's the reason why they had to do the show acoustically ah. you know? and 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 of course I, I my first defense is like you know uh, if i want anybody to know that it's me that let everybody down yeah and, well, you know what it's the truth they, they people should know that and 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 yeah of course yeah that that was a little battle that went on in my head when i got asked that question 24 hours later i get a, a message on, uh, through facebook from a guy a young man in england who was about to do his very first arena concert really first time that he'd ever been in an arena
0: yeah
1: And the day before he tested positive for COVID Ah. and he said that you know he was so disappointed and, and just was trying to figure out a way around it and then my story came up on his on his phone Yeah. that I, that I had tested positive and he said you know if Steve Veroni can get debt Depp, depped Depp out for 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 a sold-out concert at Madison Square Garden, I can get stepped out for 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 a, for a concert in Aberdeen, Scotland.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, and 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 I and I wrote that young man back and I said, I want to be the first to know how you felt when you did your when you finally get around to doing your first your first concert. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's the way that it works. You know, yeah, that's, that's
0: that's the way that it works. And- that's.
1: Exactly- and it's way more success than any money could buy way more success than anything could give is, is that when you can, you can talk to another f- fellow human being that way.
0: Steve, this is uh, so much more uh, from this interview than I've could have ever expected. Thanks so much, man. And, Thank
1: you for uh, asking me do it, Larry. I appreciate it.
0: If you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world, I've taken the most valuable business lessons I've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to wideleandwinning.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Wydell and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go, go, go.